Hi, and welcome back to I Was Thinking. I'm Nafis. And I am Sierra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess that's close to Simone. <laughs> it, it relates to what we're talking about. It does. It does. Uh, happy holidays, guys. I think this will come out around that time, right? Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a holiday movie, so I figured it'd be appropriate to release it during the holidays. But just like you guys know, we always pre-record. I'm sorry in advance if I like sound tired or if I stumble. It's early. I worked last night and I go back to work after this. So, you know, trying to make that money. Never stop working. No, I hate it. I hate capitalism. Anyway, how are you, (laughs) Nafis? I'm doing okay. We're on break. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I wish I was on break, but thankfully I was able to actually take off. So around the time we're recording this, it's Thanksgiving. So I'm going to go up to Charlotte, North Carolina to go see my brother for Thanksgiving. Mm. So, yeah. That's good. But I'm pretty sure I'll be working Is it, Christmas. So it's just family then this time? Yeah, it's just me and my dad going up. Gotcha. That's good. Yeah. What about you? I, I see you guys got the whole week off now. That's not fair. We've always had the whole week off. What? When I went to school, I went Monday, Tuesday, and then the rest of the week. I have never gone to school where Thanksgiving was never a week off. I've, like my whole life, I've always had a week. Where are you going to school? Um, up north, and then like in that, in like, yeah, in some counties, they do that. No, I've always had to go. There's never where we got a full week really? off. It was always like at least we had to go to school Monday and Tuesday, which was pointless because it's not like the teachers wanted to give us anything and we didn't want to work. Yeah. And most kids sometimes didn't show up if their family was traveling, but they still had school yeah. at least Monday, Tuesday, and they were off Wednesday until the next Monday. No, like I'm just like, wait, am I going through a memory lapse? But no, I don't know. <laughs> every, you, every year we've always had a full week off. You always tell me things that like I didn't experience and it's not fair to me. So it's whatever. I guess just <laughs> different things happen to different people depending where you live. Which is funny because you're like a few counties over anyway. And it's like such a difference. It's a huge difference. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They just be doing whatever they want to do. But like they were actually they were actually thinking of having school during Monday and Tuesday for like hurricane makeup days but because it was the timeline was just too close they decided to just give the whole week off but they're gonna take it off like from spring break i'm sure so that's not fair though for spring break well i mean spring break is part of like the hurricane makeup day like a lot of time so why don't they just do your like teacher i don't know what they call it now your teacher duty days or whatever why don't they just use those teacher work days when i went to school they already did one in october our Wednesdays are no longer short. Uh, and then see, I think I they took one off from. Hmm? No, I didn't know they took away your early release days. Yeah, so they took away the Wednesdays, but that makes up for like two days. And then you still have like another day left. So for now, this is where we're at. Oh, and we no longer have President's Day off, too. So I don't think we ever had. You know what? I'm gonna stop talking. I've been out of school for so long. <laughs> Things are different. I am old now. Whatever. I accept it. Sometimes I want to accept it, but I guess I have to. Yeah. Yeah, it just depends on the county you're in, really, and like what they think are important dates to take off. So Hmm. it is what it is. Well, before we actually get into our movie, we actually saw each other in person for the first time in a while. (laughs) Like a year. Has it been? Yeah, it's been a year. Oh my gosh. 
It was last year when we went karaoke for my birthday. Like I was telling you, we're just meant to meet up on birthdays. I guess. Because it was your birthday when we met up, so... But we went to a Korean um, festival Mm -hmm. at the church that we used to take classes at before COVID. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That was was pretty fun, fun, though. It was. It was a good turnout. It was. I'm glad they're getting bigger by the year. So, the setup was different. The stage was bigger for, like, the little contest they do. It was hot as hell, though. I wasn't expecting it to be so sunny. And the way they moved it. But at least we had a building, like the church building, kind of blocking the sun last time, even though it was three years ago in global warming. This time we were right underneath the sun. Right under the sun. When I got home, I tell you, I took a shower. I got in my bed and I was in and out of consciousness for at least three hours. Really? I fully oh, wake wow. up till nine because I had to go take out Bella. No, I was just, no, I was like tired. Like when I came back, like I felt dehydrated and drained and everything yeah like literally <laughs> oh but it was good though it was nice seeing everybody yeah i can't wait for well everyone except for macy but we saw <laughs> each other oh, yeah, we saw true. brianna yeah it would have been a little difficult for macy to come though yeah and especially for something like that there's no point of her driving like i think she's like six hours away from orlando wow yeah not no about actually, yeah yeah wouldn't it be a little bit longer six girl i don't know people forget this state is it's... so long yeah long it is it's long and wide too it's kind of it's kind of big it's a big state so but anyway yeah so we are talking about a movie today and this was picked by simone it was why'd you pick it why'd i pick it well first we'll say what the movie is it's called falling for christmas that just came out on netflix starting Lindsay lohan um first of all i just wanted to do a holiday movie because i feel like we have we done a holiday movie at all before? no we've done we've done halloween movies but that wasn't working out so we decided to do that doesn't count because holiday movie it was never posted because yeah. of audio technical difficulties that's the only episode i was never able to actually post and then this year it was just too close we were never able to do another one Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, hopefully next year we'll actually be able to do a Halloween one. Yeah. I don't know, but I picked this because I feel like I've said this before. I'm not really a rom com person, first of all. So it was mm-hmm. a little difficult. Like, oh, what movie we should do? And then the feast was like, well, let's pick a classic. I'm like, first of all, I don't know anything about any classics. Classical. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, um... well, see, you didn't give examples, so that's why I was like. What classics? And that's the only one I can really think of at the moment. Oh, what's that other one with the big tall dude as the elf? Is it just elf? <sighs> it is elf. Listen. Oh. It's just because <laughs> I'm not that big of a fan of Will Ferrell. I don't think oh. he's that funny and I never did. I watched elf as a kid and I did mm-hmm. find it funny. And then I rewatched it as I was getting older. And I was like, why did I think this was funny? Um... I have my gripe with Will Ferrell. It don't matter. But yeah. But there was another one, too, where the father is like Santa Claus, but his family doesn't know. That one was a classic one, too. Isn't it just called Santa Claus? Forgot the name. Isn't it just called Santa Claus? With Tim Allen? Uh, I think so. I like how now we're starting to record. We're thinking of all these classical Christmas movies. Right. 
I was just like a classic movie. Like, I yeah. mean, classical to us. I didn't know how old classical you wanted to go. Well, I mean, like our childhood classic, like anything past that, I probably wouldn't even know. Okay. Well, anyway, that maybe next year, but for this <laughs> maybe year, next year, we're doing something <laughs> updated and modern and that just came out. So yes. I just picked this one because I did hear Lindsay Lohan was like making, I guess this is considered her like little comeback. Um, movie mm-hmm. you know i like Lindsay lohan if you grew up in like the early 2000s she was one of those child stars and teenage stars um not to get like a little dark but i feel like she was also one of those stars like as she got older she was just deemed as like crazy and i yeah. always felt bad because i'm like well now that we're in a new age we're like oh so the people that we deemed especially child stars like crazy were just like you know finding ways to deal with trauma of like being in Hollywood and all the dark stuff in Hollywood that we don't even know about that I won't get into because that's not what this is about. But I was just like, you know, I want to support. I feel like she deserves this chance. I never really had a problem with Lindsay Lohan and then watch someone come and tell me she did something problematic. But then again, everyone these days, it don't matter. Anyway, yeah, that was really just my reason. I saw her, I actually saw the trailer for it like earlier in the month and i'm like oh this looks interesting but like there's one thing that kind of bothers me about it but i'll tell you about it later it's very minimal but i guess once you see it you see it yeah i'll just say right now i just wish they did her makeup better like that's it you know what i don't that i agree with that like i just wish they had done her makeup a little bit better but everything else about the movie was kind of cute but yeah, so when I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, look, this is very interesting. But it's like, you know, it's going to be a typical, you know, Christmas movie trope. So I wasn't too surprised when I actually did watch it. So, yeah. So that's pretty much the only reason. Just justice for childhood stars, you know, because like right. with the whole Selena Gomez documentary coming out, which I didn't finish watching. But then like Jeanette McCurdy's book, mm-hmm. like, I know people will like get in their arguments talking about like, oh, they're like rich and famous and they chose this i kind of see that slightly different when it comes to children i don't really feel like they choose it sometimes yeah Yeah. i mean because they'll say they want it but then like it's this is still a job i think people forget and that's a lot to put on a child who's like is not fully developed and like their own thinking and like choice making and they're just following what authorities are telling them to do yeah again this is supposed to be a happy, fun episode, so we're not going to get too much into that. But and I feel like I've talked about this for a while because a lot of things have just been coming out. So, yeah. Anyway. But yeah, but yeah, Christmas movies. This is why I don't watch a lot of Christmas movies, especially if you like. Oh, really? Because of that reason? No, I'm just talking about because of cheesy. I was talking about the childhood thing. I've moved on. Oh, <laughs> no, it's just oh, okay, okay. cheesy. And like, I don't do cheesy that much like sometimes they're cute and i'm trying to get more to you know just watch things don't think too critically of them just enjoy it but sometimes i have to laugh at stuff when i know i'm not supposed to be laughing Mm -hmm. all right so let's jump right into it i'm just curious also like and i maybe that Mm -hmm. has to be more research on my end like how they decide 
where they want to distribute these type of movies like what made them choose netflix and not like hallmark because i can honestly see this on like a hallmark Hallmark movie yeah on the hallmark channel because let me tell you if anyone has like a grandparent like my grandma when november 1st hits that remote that channel does not change from november 1st until (laughs) december 31st that tv stays on the hallmark channel yeah i mean that's their season right that's their season that's where they make most of the money yeah okay which that one girl or lady from full house really like messed up the bag because she wants to be homophobic but again wait what well that's a that's a different conversation that's a different conversation for another day if you know you know i feel like i always know about these different transgressions through you dad that's just because i'm online too much and i really need to stop Mm. Alrighty, so let's go ahead and get started. So as we said before, the movie we're talking about is Falling for Christmas. This is Lindsay Lohan's like first project back after a while. She has done like smaller roles, I think, smaller right? Smaller roles, yeah. But yeah. was it the last time she was really a lead in something? Do you know? I could research I it real quick. I feel like maybe at least early 2010s, maybe? Yeah, keep talking I, while honestly, I look this up. Yeah, I don't remember her in anything recent, but yeah, so this is her first project back in a while and it is on Netflix. So sorry for those of you that don't have Netflix. Yeah. If you don't know who Lindsay Lohan is, just in case like you're not from America, I mean you've probably heard of movies like The Parent Trap, the remake of The Parent Trap in the late nineties, Freaky Friday. I always talk about her be fully loaded and sometimes people don't be remembering that. And the most famous one, Mean Girls. Mean Girls. You can't sit with us. We only yeah. wear pink on Wednesdays. <laughs> All the classics. <laughs> we also could have low kid in Mean yeah. Girls because I feel like that's, that's not really a Christmas movie, but you know, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's the main lead in this movie. Um, the main lead, the, the male main lead is what's his full name oh and life size hmm? i forgot about life size uh, well, that's a while ago though that was 2000 with tyra bakes yeah that's a while ago. when did that come out life size yeah life size 2000 but mean girls came out in 2004 so was mean girls her most recent project no, she was in other stuff. Herbie Fully Loaded came out in 2005. I was going to say, I saw her I saw her in smaller things, but... Last thing she was listed in was... They made a life-size too? Was she in that? I have no idea. Okay, continue. I'm sorry, guys. I Like I said, I'm tired, so like my brain is everywhere. Sorry, Nafis. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the main lead in this is Cord Overstreet. So if you guys remember his face, or if you guys don't know who he is, he was also Sam in Glee. Oh, see, I never watched Glee, so I didn't recognize who he was. I've seen Glee, like, the first season, and I'm like, this face is familiar, but I couldn't, like, put my finger on where I saw him. And, like, he's from glee but in glee he didn't have like a beard or anything like that it was just his bare face and he was much more blonde too so what was he like one of the students or i'm sure he was probably younger than that too yeah yeah he was one of the students okay yeah um but yeah so he's from there so this movie runs like about an hour and a half and i looked up to see like what people thought of it most people Gave it a 3.6 out of 5, which is pretty decent. That's not too bad. Yeah, but then on Rotten Tomatoes, it was around like a 56%, but 
But I, if you click on Rotten Tomatoes, because they usually show you like critics, like film critics, that's the mm-hmm. rating for film critics. If you look on the audience ratings, it's about a 63%. So that's still not too bad. Yeah. You know, I was expecting most people to like it just because it had her in it. And like, they have been following like her whole story and everything so yeah but like i said earlier when she was deemed as crazy when she was going through all that i'm not sure how many people i don't want to say like not doesn't like her but i don't know i don't know when i saw the trailer though i saw a lot of positive comments i'm like oh this is really cute and sweet so I, i had a feeling that it would do well yeah well that's good um but like yeah like you were saying it was giving me like hallmark style lifetime style movies so if it did end up on there and not netflix i would not be surprised so right i don't know if they're again i'd have to figure out how that works because i wouldn't be surprised if they ran it on there i feel like maybe they get more money for reruns but i feel like hallmark also just mostly shows their own original christmas movies right they don't show movies like that were not produced by people from hallmark right yeah i don't think so yeah but overall, I'm glad she's back. I'm glad she's doing better and she's taking on projects that are helping her get back into the whole like acting scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was your overall impression before I get into the summary of it? Like, what did you think when you saw it other than cheesy? I mean, I really don't know what else other word besides cheesy, but it was a good cheesy. So it wasn't like a cringy cheesy to me. Initial, initial before you saw the movie. Before I saw the movie. Yeah. I actually didn't think, I, I mean, I didn't know, to be honest. Because I'm sure this plot has been done before, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Should I go ahead and put spoiler warnings now? I need to get better at doing spoiler warnings when we do reviews. Yeah. Okay. You can so, do a spoiler, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, but the plot isn't really spoiler. You can get that. Anyway, spoiler alert, every time we do TV and movie reviews, just know we are mostly going to talk about the whole project. So if you haven't seen this movie, you can stop this, go watch it on Netflix and then come back. Or if you don't care about spoilers, then enjoy. But yeah, when I first saw this, I was like, okay, it's a Christmas movie. And then also it's rated PG. So I should have known better that it wasn't going to be like anything, you know, gory or like, yeah, or like any cussing, just family friendly. Anybody could watch it, sit down. Um, you know, now that I think about it, she could have chosen like anything as her comeback. I'm really glad she chose like a family fen- family friendly genre that, to do it with. You know, that is a very smart business move. Now that you said that, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So, because it's something appropriate to where I said anyone of all ages can watch. Um, you can play it on the background during yeah. Christmas when you're like opening up the gifts and stuff if you celebrate christmas <laughs> we gotta remember not everyone celebrates christmas yeah. so yeah but still mm-hmm. my my actual initial impression though was like i looked cute but like i did not want to watch it because i knew it would be like a typical christmas movie so when you said hey let's do this movie i'm like okay sure we have to broaden our movie reviews sometimes we'll watch movies we won't like sometimes we'll watch movies that are great sometimes they'll be rated r sometimes they'll be family friendly no but i was gonna say well, the reason I didn't want to watch it was because it was a typical, like, movie plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was actually pleasantly surprised. But I'll get into that later, though. But yes. Do you watch a lot of Christmas movies on your own? Recently, I used to. Recently, okay. I haven't, though. Okay. Yeah. 
So like I have these plots, these plot holes, all of it memorized, like the back of my hand. So that's why I was like, eh. But again, I was pleasantly surprised. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get straight into it then. Mm -hmm. So basically the story starts off with an introduction to Lindsay Lohan. Her name is Sierra here. Her boyfriend, Tad, and the dad, which is Mr. Belfort. The boyfriend is kind of narcissistic, but he has his own like arc in the story. He straight up just calls him narcissistic. But he is, though. He's very like self-absorbed. He's an influencer. That's his job in the sh- in the movie. So kind of get where that comes from. But he has his own arc, which I kind of like. But anywho, the dad is a hotel hotelier. So he owns a whole bunch of hotels and he's really prominent in the area. Um, it, That part kind of gave me like Paris Hilton vibes, you know, like where her dad owns a whole bunch of hotels and she's like this rich Harris of his business. Yeah, I, and I guess this one is special because I... Don't know if it's normal hotels or specifically like ski resorts. I don't know yeah. if that makes a difference or not. Um, and then we are introduced to Jake. He actually comes to meet um, Sierra's dad because he wants an investment for his small lodge. Um, so he meets with the dad. They do their own like ski race thing. But eventually he says no. So on his way out, um jake bumps into sierra and he spills coffee on her but that's like their initial reaction they don't really think any of it they don't remember each other um and then it cuts into the scene where the dad mr belfort is meeting tad for the first time i guess and they are having dinner and he told them that they like that they're gonna that they should become closer more like family but yeah, so that's essentially where we are. He doesn't like Tad. You can tell from his facial expressions. I wouldn't have liked Tad. Yeah, but he he tolerates her for the sake of his daughter, which you can tell that he really was tolerating him. Um, so eventually the dad had to go for a meeting or he had to go for a trip. And so in the meantime, Sierra and Tad, they go on their own trip and they go to... They go to a ski place close to the lodge, correct? They don't actually stay so at the lodge. They, because he's a social... Wait, were you talking about... Influencer. Yeah, are you talking about When they about first where go, ski? yeah. So she's staying at... Yeah, the, where they're skiing. She's staying at, you know, her father's actual ski lodge because her, her father wants her to, I guess, do something in the business. Like, she says he made up a position for her because I don't know if she even works. That wasn't said or pointed out. She I don't has think, a job at I all. think the impression we got is that she has not worked. Yeah. Okay. So to try to, I guess, help her become, I don't know. He makes it, what was the position called? Do you a participating remember? member of society. Pretty much. Um, yeah. So that's why <laughs> she's there. So she can see what she'd be, I guess, quote unquote, over like the building and everything. Um, and I think Tad is staying there as well. But they go off mm-hmm. to like a like isolated random place that Tad said he saw from another ski influencer because he thought it'd be yeah great for his like social media if he went there with Sierra. First page. Yeah. yeah. So it was just some random place out in the like woods <laughs> that they went skiing. But it was close enough to the lodge where they. Yes, it was. Close yeah. Enough so to anyway, the so they. Yeah, they so they go on their own trip while the father's away on his business trip. 
And so they go up to the very, very top. It's so funny how like they get there because none of them are like into skiing like that. And so like just their whole process of getting there was funny. But they get to the very top. He proposes and I was to like, Sierra and she accepts it. No, because I was like, he's like, we've dated for almost a year. You guys haven't even made it the year yet. Come on. Right. I know there's a ton of couples where they're like, oh, well, you know, you know. I'm like, I'm going to need you to know you a little bit longer than that. Yeah. No. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, cute. But then, but then when you see the ring, you know, the ring is does not fit her finger. So um, anyway, she says yes. But at that same moment, um, Jake's family. So it's Jake, Jake's mother-in-law and his daughter. So the daughter, Ava, and his mother-in-law, they go to like some area in town and they put a wish on the Christmas tree. And so that wish was for like a miracle to help with their lodge or whatever. And the miracle is obviously none other than Sierra herself. So this Santa Claus looking guy, I don't know what he was supposed to be. I know. I'm like, why is he so? I guess he was supposed to be Santa Claus. But yeah, so this Santa Claus looking guy, just like he is like. He creeped me out sometimes. He did. But he's like the reason why the story kind of kept going. Like the like the plot, I guess you could say. Anyway, so he causes like this big gust of wind to happen enough so that Sierra and Tad, who are at the top of a mountain hill, were like falling oh, off. Wait, so that's why the avalanche started? Mm-hmm. See, I don't know if I said this before the recording, but I was like watching this in and out of work. So sometimes I had to like look at my computer screen from my iPad to do something for work. So I must have missed that. All I saw was like, I remember they yeah. were on the thing. He proposed. She's like, oh, the ring's too big. And then something else happened and the gust of wind, you know, to cause like the sort of avalanche. I didn't know it was this, the creepy guy that caused it who's supposed to be Santa, I'm assuming. Yeah. So like, yeah. So the daughter, oh, Ava, puts okay. up her wish on the Christmas tree. They're like, we need a miracle. And he was like, gotcha. And so. I'm on it. Literally. Say no more. Yeah, so literally at the mountain, even Tad was like, oh my gosh, the weather has changed drastically because it went from like clear skies to like really dark. Yeah. And it got so windy to the point where like he tried to save Sierra, but the only thing that came off was the ring. See, that makes more sense. Yeah. So she went tumbling down the mountain and then he just sunk into this into the snow and then he went tumbling down the opposite way. So see, and I was surprised by that because I wasn't expecting Kim to also get lost. I thought he was just going to go back to, you know, the hotel be like, oh, Sierra's missing. Yeah. And all that. So Mm -hmm. I was surprised both of them end up getting lost. I think that's one of the reasons why I why I actually liked the movie a little bit better. I'm like, oh, okay, so he's not complete ass like he has his own storyline going on. So or I thought it was going to be one of those cases where like she got lost, but like he wasn't going to tell anyone until the Mm. dad came back try to find her on his own yeah or not even that just yeah. pretend like she went somewhere and like hide it because like you say he's narcissistic that seems well, like that would something... have been a really jerk move like imagine yeah that seems like something he would have done to me anyway yeah no like his initial vibe does come off as that yeah you're right um but yeah so like that so that's what happened so at that same time jake is basically giving a tour to some of his guests in the sleigh that they have and so he's going down like the scenic route and then they just see her 
unconscious on the side of the road. With before that, um, it was funny because the guy on the sled, like the boyfriend, before mm-hmm. they went out, he was like terrified because of the sled is old because you know Jake is running out of funds for his lodge, so and everything's old. And he's like, "Is this sled safe to ride?" And the girlfriend's like, "Don't worry about it, honey. Enjoy the experience." As a piece then, of metal comes off, and then the handle comes off. Yeah. He's like, "Um." Oh. <laughs> And she's like, oh, this is part of the fun. Yeah. This is part of the fun. It's mm. <laughs> like, okay. I'm glad she saw it through, though. <laughs> yeah, but that part was funny to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they go through their snow ride or their sleigh ride. And she's literally like this. Her snowsuit is like bright pink. So even if they were to just go straight through, there's no way they would have missed there's her. There's no way you wouldn't have missed her. You're like, what is that random pink thing among white snow and trees? <laughs> Right. And then the girlfriend's like, is that a dead body? Was that the girlfriend that was the boyfriend who said that? No, I think it was the girlfriend. I could have sworn it was the girlfriend. I think, I don't know. They must One have both said it. Mm. But anyway, that part was funny because they were just like, what do we do? So Jake goes over. He goes to see. She sees that she's unconscious. So he takes her to the local like clinic. And there we learn that she had like a minor concussion and that she forgot everything prior to the accident so she doesn't know her name she doesn't know where she's from why she was even there like everything she forgot everything so they were going through that whole like scenario of like okay where is she supposed to stay (laughs) i love how the doctors were like no she needs to get back into the swing of things so she should probably go back to the lodge with you when he offered to take her i'm surprised they didn't expect from the clothing she was wearing that she might not be a typical normal person that kind of shocked me i don't know if that's one of the plot holes because i'm like if I saw that and I saw the clothing she was wearing, I would have assumed she has like some type of money. So when they're like normal things, I'm like, you guys know what her normal is? Or they could have just, okay, so when they found her, they found a bag of makeup instead of, but they never found an yeah. ID because she didn't carry an ID because makeup was more important. Like you can just look at the brands of makeup and just be like, okay, you know, there are signs. Maybe her normal's different. What is her normal? Yeah. And so... They eventually decide to go back to the lodge. And I felt like when he when they got there, everyone was really sweet and everything. But eventually she needed to do something. And I kind of feel like they manipulated her, though, oh, into doing sure. like the chores. Because when him and the um the grandma Abuela was talking and they're like talking about things because, you know, the lodge is going down of like they can't even afford help. And you saw it in his face when he was sweeping. And he's like, oh, we can't afford help. I found somebody who doesn't know like who she is. So, Free. But to be fair, though, he is giving her like a bed. Yes. Food true. It's a good trade off. But at the same time, there was a little manipulation there. As We won't hide that fact. There was. It's like, yeah, they could have definitely. You know, the other thing is they would have known she's not normal based off of how she was doing the work. This girl messed everything up like she couldn't do the laundry. She couldn't make a bed. I mean, eventually she learned, but like, that would have helped. I mean, the first thing that Abuela said was like, honey, do you even know how to make a bed? And she's like, I don't yeah. think so. But then that also goes into me like, I want to know real life how ane- amnesia actually works. Because, you know, you always see like films about amnesia and it's just like them just not knowing their identity. But I want to know like what it's really like going further into that. I know it's off topic, mm-hmm. but... That's what I was just kind of thinking watching this film. Yeah. Like how selective is the memory loss? 
or something like that? What affects your brain? It is selective. Well, from what I know, yeah, from what I know, there's two types. There's types where like the first type is like where you cannot remember what happened previous to your incident. Mm -hmm. And then there's another type where you just cannot make new memories. So the only thing you have is your old memories. Mm, Interesting. So essentially like the the storage area for your long-term memories is just disconnected. It's broken. So you can only make short-term memories. Like after some time, said person will forget like what they did that day or what they did that week. So like it's really crazy as far as like amnesia is concerned. Yeah. And I wonder if that goes like slightly into like dementia as well. Um, That's or different. Dementia. I think this I is more of like, no, that's, that's more like genetics, environmental, but this is like, I think strictly from like accidents and things like that. Hmm. The human body is weird. <laughs> it's so interesting. So interesting. Ay, ay, ay. But yeah. Where were we? Uh, we were talking about how Sierra was like, basically they found her, took her back, and then they started making her do a bunch of chores. So they say to help her go back to normal, hopefully something will jog her memory. But it's oh, just, yes. yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like at that point, they didn't really know what to call her. And so Ava was like, "How? Do, what do we call you? So she introduces her to like her stuffed animals. Um, and then one of them is named Sarah. She's like, oh, I like Sarah. So I'll go by Sarah. Mind you, that is also the only one with the girl name. I was just going to say, yeah. that's just because that was the only like doll or stuffed animal that had a girl name. I don't remember what the rest of them were. Yeah. Um. So they decided to go by Sarah. Um. In the meantime, however, Tad had his own thing going on. So he basically was just wandering the forest in that coldness like i just cannot imagine myself going through that i would have probably died on the spot oh exactly exactly frostbite everything i don't know if y'all could tell i am not a survivor when it comes to the wilderness i am a city person to my core i was born in the right generation okay (laughs) yeah no i don't think i could survive in the wild either absolutely not and just to walk around like that like a stiff like it was a lot of snow a lot of snow because the heat is one thing but the cold especially me who was florida bored and when it comes like 68 i feel like it's 38 no i would have died i can handle cold because i am from the north but like that situation being lost in the woods with no service or anything no probably not no service no food yeah i think no food would probably be what takes me out honestly <laughs> Well, they say you can survive only like eight to 10 days without water, but you can, how long can you survive without food? I think without food, it's like, hmm, I'm guesstimating here, but I think without food, it's like two to three days. And then like without water, it's about a week or I could have that backwards. I think that's backwards because you need water more than you need food. Uh, need water more yeah could defeat your body you do you like you need water more than you need food hold on let me look this up real quick our our body's made of like 70 percent liquid because if your body like starts drying out from the inside your your organs are going to start are going to stop functioning yeah so without food is 10 days okay and then without water three days yeah okay that makes more sense like yeah that's crazy. Just three days. Oh, my God. It just shows you how long we've been in school, guys, as we discussed earlier. But anyway. Mm-hmm. No, like after three days, you're going to be like delirious. So like, what's the point of surviving that extra, what, five days? Anyway, 
I'm not out there trying to survive. Exactly. (laughs) We're not like, we're not like those people. What is that? I don't remember what channel it comes on where they be doing that. Have you ever seen Naked and Afraid? No. (sighs) It's about these people. And then like, we're getting way off topic. We go on tangent, guys. I'm sorry. Real quick. But it's, it's a show. I don't know if it comes on Animal Planet or is it Lifetime? But it's like these people, they find the people that like say they're like the best at like survival. And it's usually opposite sex. So it's like a man and a woman and they pair them up and they put them somewhere with like extreme survival skills and they see if they can survive for like i don't know if the time limit's like 30 days but like they're literally so why is it called naked and afraid because they're literally naked (laughs) they're naked trying to survive 30 days in the wait they're allowed to show this on tv well they blur out the parts but what's the point of trying to survive so like they'll put them in like the amazon um like jungle and be like okay survive you have to f- um, find food on your own you have to make your own shelter literally for 30 days so i have like i mm, that's all fine and dandy but what about the cameramen oh they're fine they got their own camp they got their own food they will like oh, okay. follow them during the day and then at night they go to their own camp base and then they give them little like um portable camera so they can film themselves if like things happen at night and then the camera crew will meet up with them later. I hope they get paid a lot if they're doing all of that. That's crazy. That's kind of like um, Bear Grylls or Man vs. Wild. Like those type of shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Tad has his own like story arc going on. And like eventually after wandering for so long, he finds like this little tiny shed like house. At first, though, I thought he was like just imagining things because of like the situ- situation he was in. But no, it actually turns out there's a person there who goes by the name Ralph. And Ralph is like literally his savior, as he says so himself. Many times, many times. Yeah. So he sticks it out with um, Ralph for the remainder of the time. Um, Let's see. But yeah, going back to Sierra. So Sierra and Ava, they start bonding. Um, She learns about Ava's mom. And how she passed away and things like that. So, and they never said why, right? They never gave a reason. I'm assuming like all the others. I don't think is they did. Cancer, probably. God, they love a uh, good cancer story. Yeah, but yeah, throughout this whole time, though, you can tell that like Sierra was like not as confident with like what she's been doing, and then eventually Jake kind of like blows up on her because of like the stress and everything. Um, and so they have like vulnerable moments, and then like sweet moments, and then eventually sarah finds out about the lodge and like how it's in trouble and everything and so she wants to start helping and she comes up with like different ways to help so the main one is the fundraiser but jake doesn't really want to get into all of that he kind of wants to move on and so they have like their first fight i guess you could say whereas in yeah whereas in the meantime tad is like (laughs) experiencing his own situation so he's eating like packed beans for the first time he's eating like fish for the first time which by the way i want to say like ralph has been a real sport about it because he obviously knew tad was not normal so appreciate people like that exactly he just welcomed them in with open arms he did like he gave him a place to stay his own clothes and everything so it was nice the only reason they were doing that was because when he was going to take him back into town I guess his truck wasn't working. So he like wrote a note for anyone to find like, we're going to be out in the wilderness. 
or something like that to try to get yeah. back to town. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like basically the story just moves on. They have a lot of sweet meal moments, sweet, cute moments. Um eventually Sierra's dad comes back from his trip and he wants to like meet his daughter and he's like, Where's my daughter? And then like her whole glam squad, quote unquote, was like terrible glam squad, by the way. Like, how are you going to go four days with the person you are in charge of watching and not question where she is? Yeah. What? That was the dad's concern as well. And they were like, but she told us not to disturb her. And he was like, for four days. Um, so yeah, he goes and he goes to her room and he finds that all her luggage and everything was there. And he's like, no, there's something up because she never goes anywhere without her luggage. And so that's when like the whole like squad, the whole squad, that's when they actually start looking for her. I don't know why I said squad. <laughs> I mean, because they're called the Glam Squad. Yeah. No, that's when they actually took action, is what I meant to say. Okay. And so, like, yeah, so they contact the police, and the police goes to Ralph's place, um, because I guess they were around that area. And the police officer sees the note. They go to the local police station, which somehow Ralph and Tad end up being dragged into. And that is where they meet Mr. Belfort, Sierra's dad. And... Sierra's dad is like confused at this point. He's like, why, why, why is it only you? And who's this guy? And so Tad was like, oh, she's probably at the hotel. And he's like, he's not, she's not at the hotel. She's with you. And that's when they discover that she is still missing. So they continue to look for her. Um, And that's when the other police officer was like, oh, I know where she's at. Which I was like, if you knew this whole time, like, <sighs> story, storyline, plot holes, kind of plot hole, not, nah, but if they never reported she was missing, that not makes sense. But it was just crazy how he all of a sudden knew it was like, what happened for him to know, like, oh, the missing girl was her and they had no way to ID her when she was in the hospital because like he said, they ran like fingerprints. And since she's never committed a crime, she's not in the system and she didn't have any ID. So how did you know that was her? That didn't make any sense to me. Hold on. Was that the same police officer? That was the, that was the chief. He was the same police officer oh, yeah. that was with mm. her when she was in the hospital. So that's why I was like, wait a minute. What? Is, what? <laughs> what he's, yeah, what? I think he had a hunch, though. I think he had a hunch, which is what he went off of. Why didn't he report anything if he knew there was a woman that was found and she didn't have any recollection of why wasn't there like a further investigation? This is this is not that kind of movie, Simone. I'm just oh sorry, that's why I don't watch rom-coms because there's a lot of things where it just logically doesn't make sense. No, I was you're just right. So confused. Like that went off in my brain too. I was like, "Why didn't you say something earlier?" Like, "Hello." I don't know what file a missing persons report, but you knew there was someone that was found, and she had no recollection. Yeah. Of, I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe it just clicked to him when they were saying all that. Now that and I'm like thinking about we were- it, another plot hole is like, why did they just leave her be with Jake? Like, they didn't bother coming back and talking to her. They didn't bother following up. Like, it was just... they didn't take her to the station to, like, take some... I don't know. I don't know. There was just no, like, police report filed or anything. Because the town is so small. And, like, how that one lady, like, their one scene um, when they're taking toy donations. And Mm -hmm. that one lady was telling um, Sierra how, like, Jake is very generous to that town. How he helps out volunteers. 
helps put money in that town. So I guess they just trusted him, which also isn't best because... No, no, no. That's not my concern. My concern is like, why was there no follow-up? Girl police, anyway. (laughs) That's all I have to say. But yeah, like we said, this is not that kind of movie. I know. My mind goes so dark, but I'm like, so you're just going to leave her, a woman that has no recollection of who she is with some stranger, even if he has a family... You know what? Sure. Merry Christmas, everybody. I mean, at least she went with consent, right? Like she willingly went. No, I, I guess so. she. No, 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 no. She was pushed into going. No, 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 no. Let's take that back. Okay. <laughs> Remember, because like they're like you could stay here where the food is bad, which is why on oh. cue the tray of food comes out. Or you could go with Jake. Did they give her an option? I don't remember that. They did. Okay. Yeah, they did. Dear Lord. <laughs> Small town things, what did I tell you? Listen. <sighs> but yeah, essentially, going back to the storyline. So yeah, the dad comes back. They find Tad. They find Ralph. Oh, by the way, Ralph was going to get arrested for like soliciting and like poaching and things like that. But Tad gets him out of that. Yeah, because apparently he's poached before. So yeah. it's like, is he really? A- I mean, he is Tad's savior. But yeah, that helps him, though, because he doesn't get arrested. But it was also interesting where the chief's like, eh, it's Christmas. Just let him go. Like, yeah. Poaching is illegal, at least. Yeah, which shows you how much power they really have. But that's a conversation for another day. Oh, my God. All from a lighthearted Netflix movie. <laughs> we have to take something so lighthearted and make it so dark. I know. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um. Uh, but you okay i'm fine You're, like dying over there it's just oh god maybe this is why i don't watch a lot of lighthearted movies now that i think about it <laughs> but anyway yes the there's chief... always something wrong with them exactly <laughs> i could get out of reality but not that much i'm not that in my delusion <sighs> um anyway but yeah, chief so the was, chief overhears them and he's like i know where your daughter is and yeah. then we cut to where they're having the fundraiser to raise money because Jake finally gets over Agrees. himself. Yeah. And he's like, I guess we should, you know, try to save this place. Because I'm not sure if he was like that because he started thinking about his wife or... Well, it kind of hints at, at like he wants to move on, but at the same time, can't. He yeah. He does want to move on, but... Probably because of the wife, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, they have their fundraiser, which is very cute. So they bring back, like, they invite all of the guests from the past few year, few past 20 to 30 years. Um, a lot of them come and they are more than willing to help out because, like, he did, like, a lot for them whenever someone would come, like, um, give them the biggest suite because it's their honeymoon or something. Like, he'll, he'll always be doing, like, small acts of kindness. And that kind of, like, added up over time, which worked out in his favor for this fundraiser. But in the middle of his thank you speech, um, Sierra's dad, Tad, and the police officer, I believe, they come. Tad, obviously, the grand entrance that he made. That's why I said this police officer I'm questioning things, because as soon as they come in, when Tad runs up to her and he's like, Sierra, he's like, yep. There goes your daughter. Merry Christmas. And then he just leaves. So I'm just, woo. Yeah. He, he, he's over. He wants to be with his family. Is what it is. He just wants to go home. He's like, it's Christmas yeah. Eve. 
I'm tired. Yeah. Mystery solved. So they find her and she was like, Sierra, she's like, so like she recognizes her name eventually. And then like all of her memories start triggering back and like she's able to like figure out who Tad is, where Dad is. And all her memories come back. I think when he put the ring on her finger because when she was like, it's too big. And that's when she remembered like, oh, I said that. Yeah. Which actually I wanted to point out, like, even though she had like amnesia and everything, she still remembered like comments, like comments she made or comments people made to her, which I yeah. thought was very, very interesting. So because like um, at the very beginning, I know we're jumping around a little like when they were having breakfast and then she said the comment. um. Oh, I don't like bacon. Or I, I don't, don't do bacon. bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Which should show you what type of person she is. And then they're like, well, how do you know that? She's like, I guess I don't. So I don't know if that was like the rich coming out where like she'll do things because mm-hmm. that's the type of class she's used to growing up. And then she realized, oh, this actually is good. Yeah. But then there's also points throughout the movie. She was remembering stuff like not who she was, but like the snow globe and incidents because she also lost her mother so she i guess remembered when her mom gave her a snow globe when she was a kid and Mm -hmm. she gave this whole like she remembered this whole speech that her mom gave her and she told it to ava i don't remember what the speech was though something about curls and twists i think oh how a knot with a little help will undo itself or take care of itself something like that yes yeah i actually you know i have it i didn't pay attention to that good point yeah, so yeah. that's why I was questioning like how amnesia actually really works in real life. So, mm. yeah, where were we? They find her. <laughs> I had to think. They find her, and they take her back. And then yes, at they first, find Ava, her. Ava's so sad. The little girl, she's like, "Oh, Sarah, don't go." Don't leave me. You're supposed to be here for Christmas with us. I'm not making fun of her. I promise. And they're like, I found my home, sweetie. It's time for me to go. Like Vanessa Hudgens said in High School Musical 2, I have to go my own way. Yeah, that part was kind of very, not kind of, it was very cheesy for me. I'm like, "Mm, okay, I guess that's the conflict we need. Listen, there are some points where I was sitting here and I'm like, I know, I know for a fact the director kept telling the little girl to smile in a certain way so that one missing like her tooth will show to bring out the cuteness i just know it i have a feeling <laughs> you have a feeling <laughs> the director's like oh honey make sure you smile but let's let's see the gap let's show off your cuteness three two one go that little girl can definitely be in more hallmark type christmas movies yeah. i can see it mm-hmm. she did really well she did but yeah so she goes back and then they're sad because jake was starting to like her Mm-hmm. I, I, they don't say a timeline that's another thing with me and movies because there's never timelines how long was she actually there where did she get lost and how long will she actually stay with them so when she made her comment about no one coming to look for her and things like that that was like two days in oh wait we did say she was missing for four days duh yeah wow all of that over all this happened over a week like they just figured their lives out over a week? I guess so. I wish I was like that. Yeah. Anyway, so she goes back. Um, they I think have like a press conference for her returning and like that's when they announce their engagement and everything. But 
Sierra, you can tell like she's a changed person because like she's making her own bed, cooking her own food, but it was things so like funny that. The glam squad was so confused when she was making her own bed, and they're like, "Um, what are you doing?" And she's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm just helping the housekeepers out a little," and they're like, "Hey." And they're like, oh, we picked something out. And it came straight from Mulan this morning. She's like, I think I'm going to go with something simple. They're like, something simple? That's not you. But like the thing I also appreciate um, in this movie, just going over that, even though she's like a rich girl, she's not mean. Neither is her father. They're not like arrogant They're not mean people. Yeah, they're actually decent people. Like even Mm -hmm. though her glam squad, like especially the beginning of the movie, was like doing everything for her, feeding her giving her stuff she was never i feel like too dismissive or like very mm-hmm. rude to them which i also appreciated yeah that's even a good like, point yeah. yeah even like when jake was trying to get um her father and to invest into his lodge he wasn't actually he was never mean to jake he yeah. um took the time out to ski with him to listen to his business proposal you know turned him down nicely actually it's very mm-hmm. hospitable which I appreciate. Which is, hey, he is in that industry, so. Yes, and people in that industry can be assholes. I should know. So that's why I said what I said, especially at the (laughs) position he is in. So. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. They come from money, but they are not mean. They're not mean. Yeah, I agree. Um, Yes. But yeah, where were we? And I don't remember, what was the press conference because they found her even though they yeah. didn't announce she was missing so how did they know she was missing that's a good point because when they found out she was missing it was the same day that they found her you know i was actually thinking that i'm like wait but they never announced it maybe they did maybe they did when the father came back or like they somehow just got whiff of it because it wasn't official that she was missing until the father came back but they still found her that day and i don't think tad posted on his social media she was missing. No, his phone died mid-video. Exactly. So how did they know she was missing? They found her the same... No, they didn't find her the same day. Could have sworn it was the same day. When Tad went to the police station was when they were... And um, when the dad was like, where's Sierra? Oh, you right. she with you? And yeah, that yeah. was Christmas Eve when they were having yeah, yeah. a party. Mm, that, that's a, that's, I think that's the biggest plot hole so far. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was to announce she was taking a part in the business in the hotel but the reporters asked them during the press conference oh sierra you were found so they knew she was missing but how did they know she was missing y'all can't watch movies with me i mean still no no you make a very valid point <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that's true hmm. i knew the the whole press conference thing was off but like whatever sometimes i just try not to think about it. i'm like okay uh, it is what it is i know and then I felt bad when, like, Tad announced the whole world that they were engaged because, like, even before yeah. she fell and went missing, you could tell she... Because I think he said something to... Oh, in the car when they were heading to the mountain on the, the radio. Yes, the singing. When she started singing Jingle Bell Rocks, which made me think of Mean Girls. And then he, he mm-hmm. was like, oh, you're a little off-key there, honey. You're, you're too pitchy. And I'm like, well, dang. And then she's like, it's the holidays. It doesn't matter Where's if your I can holiday see her spirit. not. And then he yeah. changed the channel on her. I was like, oh, well, F you too then. He didn't even think anything of it. <laughs> she yeah. was literally in the middle of singing and he just switched stations. And there was other stuff too where yep. it's like, 
how did y'all get together but then again there were signs there were signs there were signs there were signs where she wasn't feeling it so the whole engagement honestly too was for his social media yeah yeah everything about that kid was for social media really and you know what there's a lot of people like him too especially nowadays Mm -hmm. yeah that's why there's especially since now being an influencer is an actual job yeah that's why there's always that debate if like if influencers are killing celebrity culture and like the way we view celebrities but that also could just be the internet in general and just how exposed we all are to each other now there's no like mystery really there Mm -hmm. could be it depends if how much you post no i will say though the whole celebrity culture does not have the same allure as it did like 30 years ago 20 years ago oh no for sure i feel like yeah that started changing in like the early 2010s maybe like 2014 yeah. 15 is when i really saw the shift in that mm-hmm. but anyway back to the movie so yeah and then yeah when, when she comes back you can tell she's all changed especially when she's making breakfast and stuff yep now tad is one where i'm like he's not me but you could tell he's like he, he bounces right back yeah exactly because when, like when he found her in the kitchen making her own breakfast he's like honey what are you doing like you he kind of he didn't say it but he kind of allured to like there are people around here that can do this for you why are you doing it yourself so yeah i feel like with a few more humble experiences he, he'll get there maybe you know? i guess being lost in the woods didn't humble him enough there's hope for him there's hope for him again he's not a mean person but you could tell he's just a little selfish a little selfish yeah yeah um but yeah they have their whole what is it press conference and then she talks to her dad tells him that she doesn't want to because they didn't really let her talk herself during the whole press conference they were kind of talking for her and over her which i guess also helps her growth i guess that's where like jake and his family kind of helped her kind of become not even just really independent even though we say like they manipulated her into doing stuff, I feel like not only it helped her like be more like do stuff for herself, but also stand up for herself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, cause I think that's where she got the confidence to tell like her job or not her job, her dad that she didn't want the job that he just made up for her. And then, for it, yeah. I can't remember. I wish I remembered the name because it was literally a non-existent position vp like, of she, atmosphere was a vp of atmosphere what would she even be doing yeah uh, making sure the environment was presentable anyway she had more business control and ideas and like drive when she was helping jake with his ski lodge yeah that is true but yes i'm glad she was able to tell the dad though and it wasn't even a scary conversation he was like okay yeah he's like and like what we were saying like he just wanted to try to help her function in society and be able to do things on her own so do things for herself of, yeah yeah to get out of her little rich bubble and become more independent so and mm-hmm. then after that she finally breaks up with tad which he definitely wasn't hurt by it she literally even said oh tad you're gonna be over this by new year's <laughs> yeah which is like in a week or two yeah so which he was, was. no actually yeah. he was over it the second she walked away because he looked at her assistant and and he's like so what are you doing the rest of the day? Like, Which I was right, like, Dad. what? Wait until she's out of the frame. Like, hello. Well, he, he did. She was walking away. She was out of frame. Building, I should say. Out of the building. I guess. I forgot what the assistant's day was, but he's like, 
okay. Oh, me? That's fine with me, right? I have to be sitting yeah. in the right place, right time. He has. Oh, and then, like, at the same time, um, the lodge was getting a lot of reservations because she kind of advertised it during the, what's it called? Press conference. Press conference. Saying that, like, they're great. They helped her and everything like that. So they finally were sold out. So that solved their business problem. Mm-hmm. Which, um, was this, by the way, was this all on Christmas Day or was this before? This is all Christmas Day, right? This was Christmas Day because when the press conference happened, they, um, we're opening gifts, like Jake and his family. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then again, I know she's an heiress to, like, her father's very successful in, like, hotels. But, like, for the fact for her to say that, and then all of a sudden they started getting calls. So I'm like, what does she do? Yeah. Is she also an influencer? Is it just by name association? I guess name association. I, I don't it's know. It's probably what it is, name association. Yeah yeah um but yeah so they solved that whole lodge problem and then that gives jake and his family time i feel so bad for abuela also because their equipment's so old so like when she kept answering the phone she had to put them on hold and she started crying i was like girl yeah. no pick up these phones they're like ringing off the hook finally Cry later <laughs> you're doing yeah. everything by hand mm-hmm. cry tears of joy later you need to get these reservations no i think she did she got all the calls yeah it was just her. So yeah, and then Ava convinces Jake to go and talk to Sierra. And so he eventually like makes his way back to the hotel. Which thanks to happy creepy Santa guy again, because their sled was broken and all of a sudden a new sled that they can it race just to magically the hotel there. just magically appeared. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw that scene, I'm like, okay. I knew he was supposed Wait, to be Santa, but No, like you can tell they're trying to wrap this movie up, so they're like here's your sleigh um which was fine i guess because the sleigh actually worked he got there how did he get there simone there's only so much snow that he can go through once you get to the city how are you going to drive that in the city wasn't he being pulled by a reindeer in the city yes when they pulled up to the hotel a reindeer was pulling him the whole time i don't remember this i just yeah hmm. See, my brain didn't even process that. I was like, they, they're just trying to end this. No, girl, they did. The sled wasn't electronic. It was pulled. Okay, by so a reindeer. reindeer did pull it all the way through the city. I don't know how they managed that, but okay. Again, we're not going to think logically about it. Yeah. And so they talk, they have their moment, and then what happens? And then, yeah, they kiss. And then Ava and her dad come in and end scene. Yeah, say like, oh, they what? I said they confess basically. Like, you've told me. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I've helped you. You showed me a lot. I didn't think I'd be able to fall in love again or not. See, that's <laughs> another thing I like. They didn't really initiate like love, but they did show interest of just like like and talking stage, which I appreciate. It wasn't like, oh, let's also get married. It's just like a 1930s yeah. Disney princess movie. They're like, okay, we're still figuring each other out. And I would like to figure each mm-hmm. other out a little bit more if you're willing to. Consensual, you know, getting together, which I appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All appropriate in my eyes. So mm-hmm. and that was the last scene. So overall it was pretty good. Was not as cheesy as I expected it to be, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Did you stay and watch the bloopers at the end? The bloopers were pretty cute. I did. did. Okay. I did. Yeah. They were cute. Yeah. They were cute. But I'm just like, couldn't place his face 
for the most part because every time he came into frame jake i'm like i've seen him before i've seen him before but then i researched it i'm like oh he's from glee Makes i miss sense. when movies would put bleep like bloopers at the end i need to bring that yeah back. yeah but I liked how they didn't make it like too modern, like the whole storytelling style, the whole vibe was very it was like early 2000s style movies. Yeah, it was still like modern, but like nostalgic at the same time. But I didn't feel mm-hmm. like they lead too much into either way. So, yeah, I really liked that. So it was pretty good. Um, Now I want to go on a Christmas movie marathon because that was awesome. Uh, we'll yeah. see. I actually started watching other stuff, non-Christmas movie. So, oh, yeah, so I, I want to watch holiday movies now. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I will. It was sweet. It was lighthearted. It was a feel-good movie. Yeah, it was not as deep as we made it. So, no, it wasn't. It, we should have, <laughs> but hey, that's just us as people. Um, I <laughs> definitely liked it. I saved it to my list on Netflix. So, that's one thing. Hmm. Yeah. I also wanted to mention, like, we talked about this before, but I really liked how they kept it and how, Mm -hmm. like, they actually showed that the male lead and the female lead had, like, good character because they didn't do anything until she, like, got her memory back. Like, he never, other than having her clean, he didn't really ever take advantage of her. So it was that one scene when they were going to kiss under the mistletoe during the fundraiser and then they stopped each other and he's like, you know, I don't even know if you have a significant other because you don't remember yourself. I'm like, you know what? That was very mature. Good for you. Okay. Yeah. I hate how we have to praise, like, bare minimum work, but in this day and age. I know appreciate it okay yeah and then she's like yeah you right because i know he was shocked when he came when tad came in oh yeah he would he i feel like in the back of his mind though he kind of knew but you know I, I thought i'm like well you guys bumped into each other how did you not recognize each other but i forgot she was wearing sunglasses yeah so it's not like he could really see her face so mm-hmm. was she wearing sunglasses that's now true that think about it no, she was. No, she was. She, okay. she was, yeah. She was on her way out. Um, but the other thing I really appreciated though was like the fact that they made the family like a mixed family and not like a typical white family like they do for Christmas movies. I loved that. Because like most of the kids nowadays are mixed. So it was like something that they could relate to. Yeah. Again, having mm-hmm. to keep up with the modern times, so Yeah. I thought about this later, though, but I kind of feel like the movie is a bit symbolic to her life because like they talk about like her having like a fresh start. And then like this movie is kind of like a fresh start, quote unquote, for her. So I thought it was interesting in that way, too, because she gets like a new perspective and everything. So I liked the symbology there. I'm not sure if it was intentional, but yeah. It could have been or could not have been, but I see where you're talking about and that makes sense. And I agree with that as well. So, yeah. But yeah, the plot holes, I guess, were the best part. They just make these standard movies so much more interesting. It, it, it's just the best part for us because we just tore it apart. Talk about them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we weren't too critical, but we still have to be critical. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, overall, great movie. What would you rate it? Um, I will give it a seven out of 10. Oh, I was going to say an 8.5 ish, an 8, oh. 8.5. Oh, you rated a lot higher than I thought you were going to. But see, I actually enjoy these kind of movies, so. And see, I didn't I didn't know if you're like me or you actually enjoyed them, so. I do. Again, I enjoy them to a certain extent. I promise mm-hmm. I am not bah humbug. 
I am not the Grinch. <laughs> it's just sometimes I don't know if I'm too logical for cheesy movies sometimes or but it did warm my heart. So maybe I do need to start watching more like Christmas movies or just feel good movies. They don't have to be Christmas movies, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would give it like an eight, eight point five. It was cute. It was short. They didn't drag any part out and it was sweet. So, yeah, yeah. it went right along. So I guess we're pretty much done because we gave her ratings. Anything else you wanted to say? I'm happy for Lindsay Lohan. I hope this continues to bring back her career. Yes, I'm so happy for her. I hope this like because I think she's cleaned up a little bit. I think she's calmed down. It's just the start of a new beginning. Yeah. And hopefully this is a more redemption for others kind of like her. I mean, we can kind of already see it. And again, we don't know these yeah. people personally, so. Yeah. But still. But like I said, the only caveat that I have is like, I really wish they did her makeup well. Yeah, you thought her, you thought her makeup was that bad. No, like there, no, there are points where you could see her dark circles and everything, which I understand the natural, if you're going for the natural look, but like. They could have done better. But I don't know. It's also interesting because she's supposed to be an heiress. And honestly, I'm sorry. I don't know many heiresses like that, especially if they found her with a makeup bag to go for the natural look. You would think to match her character, they would have put more makeup on her. Yeah. But yeah, that's like my only grievance, I guess, I guess you could say. Which is fine. But, yeah. but maybe they did that to make her to give her off. Like, even though she's rich, she still like has that sweet vibe on her or something. A humble, a humble. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But a humble I mean, vibe. you can wear a face full of makeup and still be humble, people. Let's not associate being makeup with being prissy and me. Get True. over that. Yeah. You can still have your face beat and be the sweetest person on this earth. That is true. Let's get rid of that stereotype. One step at a time, Simone. One step at a time. Uh, girl, they're taking like ant steps at this point. <laughs> okay. But hey, that's a conversation for another day. It we really say that a lot is. on this podcast. <laughs> Because because we try not to think of the state of the world. Yeah, but the other day just never comes too. So uh, okay, let's let's end it on a good, high spirited note and not get into our spiraling. So I hope you guys enjoyed the movie. I hope you enjoyed our review. Let us know what you would rate this movie. And yeah, all that good stuff. I guess I'm already starting the closing with this. Okay, we hope you have a Merry Christmas because I'm pretty sure this is going to come out either on Christmas or around Christmas. And a Christmas. Happy Holidays yes. for those of you that don't celebrate. And a happy Holidays yeah. if you don't celebrate. And even if you don't celebrate any holiday, just have a good day. I'm going to end it by saying times are tough. You all need a little joy in our life. All the time, not just around the holidays, but all the time. Okay, find your joy when you can. Yes. And hopefully we bring you that joy. Yeah, I hope so too. that's why we still do this. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you for listening to us. Um, I also, well, I don't know if this is going to be our last episode of the year. Maybe me and Macy might do a K-pop game before that. But just in case this is the last episode of the year. We will see you in the next year um, with more to come. So you can follow 2023. Us our... Oh, God, 2023. Where has the time gone? Yeah. Yes, but we will see you in 2023. Uh, you can follow us on our socials, Instagram, and I was thinking pod. 
And if Twitter is still alive, none of us still really know what's going on with Twitter, but it's at the same handle. I was thinking pod. If Elon Musk hasn't already burned it to the ground at this point, um, <laughs> maybe I will make more socials in 2023. I've been low key wondering if we should make a Facebook or a TikTok. Mm. We will see. We'll talk now, about that. Yeah. yeah, we will. But for now, you can only follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can also email us with any comments, questions, concerns. Keep them nice. Keep them cute at I was thinking pod at gmail.com. Uh, we would also really appreciate if you guys rate us, you know, any type of ratings and whatever platform you're using to listen to us. I know on Apple Podcasts, you can rate us stars. So five stars would be great and even a comment just to let people know you're enjoying us so also also we know that you're listening to us i see it i know you guys are listening but it would be great to know to send us in something don't be shy okay this is coming from an introvert herself don't be shy we really appreciate it and yeah so we'll see you next time i'm sorry this outro was so long i'm just trying to delay so i don't have to go to work at this point but i do because I have to live. Uh, but happy times. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We will see you next time. I have been your host, Simone. And that's been Nafis. And thanks for listening to I Was Thinking. Okay, bye. bye. I'm so awkward. <laughs> <laughs>